Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocations, in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Hello there, my dear listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Faith and Good Counsel show. I'm really happy to be with you, and I'm, I'm hoping you're enjoying this new season of Faith and Good Counsel. I want to welcome to the show today a return guest, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. Now, Donna was with us at the very beginning of Faith and Good Counsel three years ago. Um, she had written a book called Rooted in Love, and we had her on, and it's been way too long since we had her back. And so I want to welcome to the program Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. Hello, Donna. Hi, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me on your show again. It is such a pleasure. I remember you so warmly, and I, I follow your work. I, I love your, your books and your TV shows and your radio programs. You know, Thank Don, you. Yeah, you're just you're, you're serving so beautifully, such a daughter of the Most High God, and I appreciate you so very much, and I know my listeners do, too. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited Donna Marie, about your brand new book, The Kiss of Jesus. I just, the title just pierces my heart with warmth. Um, mm. It's The Kiss of Jesus, How Mother Teresa and the Saints Helped Me to Discover the Beauty of the Cross. And so before, I want to talk about this book today, and this is in fact your personal story. Yeah. Um, and there are so many, oh my goodness, details and beautiful, um, there's just this thread of, of, holiness, but a thread of suffering that I just, I had no idea um, that you had endured. And so to me, the book is about hope. And so before we begin, though, I do want to start our program off with prayer. And if you'll join with me, let's let's say the St. Michael prayer and a Hail Mary um, for protection of ourselves as well as our listeners and all who will hear the words today. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And our ladies, surround us with your mantle and keep us safe. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the kiss of Jesus. This is your 20th book, I understand, Donna Marie. Yes. Yes. Amazing. What a prolific author, speaker, TV, uh, on Catholic TV and radio. You're just doing such beautiful, beautiful work. But Thanks. I tell that it's fruit from from some brokenness that I just had no idea. And I'm just wondering, um, what, you know, we hear a lot about backstories today, and there's kind of a movement to cut us off from our backstories. You just live in the now, you know, and, and but our stories are so important. And I'm just, I wanted to ask you, why now? Why tell your backstory? Why is this so important to you? Well, I feel that it's kind of God's timing, not mine. I didn't exactly choose um, to do it exactly now, I don't think. I think it unfolded in that way. See, for the past 10 years, I 
um, wrote the other books, um, the 19 other books, to inspire faith and to encourage mothers and women and families and, you know, to teach the faith. And and then it just unfolded, I think. Um, I felt encouraged by some people, you know, some publishers who said, you know, it would be great to, for you to write your story, but I... I thought about it and, and just prayed for the right timing. And then I had an experience with a um, a young single mom who was expressing how difficult it was um, at times raising her son alone, and she just really needed someone to talk with. And she didn't have any idea that I had been a single mother. She just knew that she could trust me and, and that I might have a word to, to help her, you know, a few words of encouragement. So after she told me what was going on, I, I felt, while she was telling me, I just had this strong thought that, you know, I should tell her I was a single mother, too. Not many people had known that yet, and um, I didn't really have a, a big need to share that. I mean, I did say it a few times, and I think I wove it into a few things I wrote. Um, but I said to her that, you know, I was a single mom, too, of five children, and that God really gave me the graces um, to get through and to see all the joy in it and to and to turn to him in the, the tough spots. And she was so ecstatic hearing that I had been through that, although she didn't want me to have to suffer. She she said, you know, if you could do it, I can do it too. She was it, it, What I saw happen right before my eyes was this huge dose of hope jump right into her heart. And I just saw how she was transformed in that moment to be more hopeful and to be happy and to and to feel like, wow, okay, I'm going to be okay. I can do it too. She was a very faithful Catholic, and I know she was a prayerful person. And so it wasn't a question about whether or not she was praying and asking God for help. I think she really needed to know that she wasn't alone. She yes needed to know that I had suffered with the same sort of struggle and maybe even in a more intense way raising five kids by myself. So, you know, things like that, that experience and then others and realizing that it's important to share all of ourselves, you know, to to, to um, put that backstory forth and to and to let others know about the joys and the sufferings, because that what—that's what makes us, you know, who we are now, you know, with the grace of God, and um, you know, offering our lives to our Lord. Amen. It's really uh, amazing what happens, and it so I really think that is. we need to to be open and sharing of our lives. And it can be frightening, you know, but it has been said to me numerous times by very holy priests who were encouraging me during a particular um, season of our life with a a wayward child, a very painful um, part of our life, you know, that the healing is not just for you all. And we did receive a healing. Thanks be to God. Um, but the, you know, the meanwhile, it's, it's not pleasant to look back on these memories and that intense suffering right however uh you really you're really speaking to my heart today and i bet to my listeners um because we have something to share it's not that you want to talk about it but we are called to communion and when our when we are approached to uh, i think that burning in your heart that you felt that, that you described is really the holy spirit and i've i felt that myself and I do share about that time. And I can remember, Donna Marie, when, when we were going through this time, I needed, I needed someone mm-hmm. to, 
I just wanted, I remember thinking about Father Donald Calloway's mom and just wanting to talk to her, just to survive. Yeah. It's, it's hard to put into words um, that feeling, but just to connect with another human being. And I think, I think that really is that communion for which we are all called to. We're just looking for someone to give us hope. And I think that's what your brand new book, um, Donna Marie, is about, The Kiss of Jesus. There's a tremendous amount of beauty, but a tremendous amount of beauty through the cross, i.e. suffering, contained in this book. But I think, you know, it hits on a lot of points. There's marital difficulties. There's divorce. There's kidnapping. There's Mm. pregnancy loss. Um, home disruption, there's hunger, there's single parenthood, and more. There's so much more in there. You, When, when someone would, would see you on, on television, I know they're probably very drawn to you, like I am just this warm, beautiful daughter of the Most High God. That, that beauty has come through the cross. Yeah. And so I think um, I would recommend everyone to pick up a copy of The Kiss of Jesus, How Mother Teresa and the Saints Help me to discover the beauty of the cross. In fact, you had a you had a choice, just like many many all of us do, really. Not just many, but all of us. When suf- when suffering comes, not just if, but when suffering comes, we can get involved in the new age, or we can turn away, or we can get mad at God. What I saw you doing, Donna Marie, as you wove your story, is growing more in union with Him. Can you talk a little bit about, more about that and how you were able to do that? Well. Well, that's a big question because that could take a while to answer. But yes, we have choices when we um, when we're facing suffering, when we're experiencing suffering in any way. We can we you know human nature causes us to recoil from suffering. But if we want to become a saint, if we want to grow in holiness, if we want to pick up our cross like Jesus asks us to do and actually tells us to do, you know we need to um, we need to not complain and and um, whine and retreat, you know, in fear. Um, we need to pray for the graces to be able to to face whatever it is and to get through it, to put one foot in front of the other and walk in faith. So how do we do that? How do we actually, you know, have the courage and strength to pick that cross up when we feel like we're just falling apart or, you know, at the end of our rope or whatever it is and we're just having such a hard time? We can't do it by ourselves. We have to admit that first. You know, we can't do this. We need our Lord. We, you know, we're not bigger than this. This is bigger than us, and and we're not in charge. Even God's in charge of of our lives. If we, and and the more we allow Him to be in charge of our lives, the more peace we'll have in our hearts. So we have to admit that we can't do it alone, and we need to pray. Prayer, prayer is the answer. Prayer is. The only answer, and I'm so thankful that my mother and her mother, my grandmother, planted seeds of faith in my heart when I was a little girl by, you know, showing me simple ways to pray, pray to my guardian angel, say my prayers, kneel down by the side of my bed, you know, that my mother would teach me, you know, you say your prayers, and and we say prayers together, and occasionally when she could, she drew us together um, as a family, there were eight kids. We had a big family. They weren't all in the home at the same time, but when she had her batches of however many kids were still living home, you know, she'd draw us in front of a statue of the Blessed Mother and light a little candle in blue glass and teach us to pray the rosary. Now, we didn't have, you know, a shining halos hovering over our heads while we prayed. <laughs> we're learning something, and, and, and that was etched on our heart, that, that prayer, the habit of prayer, the beauty of prayer. So... 
what we bring to our children now, what we teach our children and our grandchildren and, and the neighbor and the girl down the road and the, the person we bump into, you know, with our example, we, we implant those, we impart those seeds of faith too. Of course, God gives the gift of faith, but we can nurture that and, and um, encourage that by our example. So all those little times we can be of help to others can make a total impact on their life. And I think that because my mother and grandmother did and, um, you know, I, I was raised with knowing how to turn to prayer when I needed it. So, yeah. and I had some times when I really needed it growing oh, up. Absolutely. Tell you that much. Yes, absolutely. Don't we, haven't we all? And I, I think you're really speaking to the heart of, of my listener, many of my listeners today, mamas and grandmothers out there who are doing, you, you sometimes you wonder, is this really doing anything, you know, but um, mm-hmm. I want to kind of pick back up with you after the break, um, Donna Marie, on a little bit more about the kiss of Jesus, how Mother Teresa and the saints helped me to discover the beauty of the cross. My guest today is Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. I'm Stacey Galino, your host of this Faith in Good Counsel show, and we'll be right back. Catholic Community Radio can't happen without your spiritual support, but we're also praying for you. Call our prayer force today, and we'll add your prayers to our growing teams of rosary groups, Eucharistic adorers, and small faith communities. 225-341-2720. Our family has spanned the centuries and the globe. With God's grace, we started hospitals to care for the sick. We established orphanages and helped the poor. We are the largest charitable organization on the planet, bringing comfort to those in need. We educate more children than any other institution. We developed the scientific method and founded the college system. We defend the dignity of human life and uphold marriage. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are transformed by sacred scripture and sacred tradition, which have guided us for 2,000 years. We are the Catholic Church, with over one billion in our family, sharing in the sacraments and fullness of the Christian faith. Jesus started our church when he said to Peter, the first pope, you are rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. So if you've been away from the Catholic Church, we invite you to take another look Visit CatholicsComeHome.org today. We are Catholic. Welcome home. Welcome back to Faith and Good Counsel. I'm Stacey Galino, your host, and I'm speaking today with the lovely, the beautiful daughter of the Most High God, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle, brand new author of, not a brand new author, but she's the author of a brand new book, <laughs> The Kiss of Jesus, How Mother Teresa and the Saints Helped Me to Discover the Beauty of the Cross. Welcome back, Donna Marie. Thank you so much for making time for us here on Faith and Good Counsel. Oh, thank you so much, Stacy, for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, well, you know, the title of this book really pierced my heart, the beauty of the title, but it is aptly titled, this particular book. This is, in fact, your testimony, if you will, the story of your life. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it is a a treasure, and I would encourage all of my listeners to get a copy of The Kiss of Jesus. You really, when you see that beautiful face on EWTN or listen to that soft, warm, motherly voice on the Mm -hmm. radio waves, you cannot imagine what this beautiful daughter has been through, and yet she is teaching us about 
redemptive suffering. And I love, Donna Marie, that um, on page 120 in the book, there's this beautiful quote from Pope Benedict XVI, Pope Emeritus now, of, of beloved, my heart. I just love him so much. This yeah. was uh, something from his encyclical Spesalvi, um, and I'm not going to read the whole quote, but uh, it says, I'll put it in the show notes. I can do that. That'll be good. But it, it, you, you make the point that, um, coming from Pope Benedict, that at all of us at one time or another are going to experience suffering and that trying to avoid it is not only futile, but contrary to our own happiness. And I think that is absolutely essential for us to get into our minds and our hearts because the world tells us something totally opposite. We're supposed to avoid suffering. And what I see in your book is a a very, um, if I may say, I don't know if you have a devotion to St. Faustina. I do. Mm -hmm. But you, you, in in a very humble way, I don't mean to embarrass you, but you remind me a lot of St. Faustina in the the way that she grew in humility with terrific sufferings. and one of the sufferings um, that I picked up on is a lot of abuse. Um, and, and, and you talk about a, certain situations where there was a cycle of abuse going on. And really, as I, as I see the book and as I read your story, there were multiple cycles of abuse. But I'd yeah. like for you, yeah. Um, and, but how can this happen? And then you have such a beautiful faith. And I'd like for you to kind of take us through that. Mm-hmm. Should I pick one particular um, kind of cycle of abuse, like during the marriage? Um, sure, whatever you feel the Lord is leading you to speak about. Oh, okay. Well, wow. Well, there's so much that, you know, we, we all have a story. We all have a story, and we all have wounds. We all have been hurt. We've been abused in some way, maybe. I hope I hope you're not all that way, but it, it does happen. You know, God gives people free will, and so... Sometimes um, things happen. Sometimes they carry out a terrible transgression against us, and sometimes people have um, they're imbalanced, or they, um, and, you know, and and for some reason they have a need to hurt someone. Um, that happens in marriages. That happens in relationships sometimes. And we, have, no matter how much we're careful not to scare anyone, you know, but we do need to, of course, be careful and look for red flags before we commit to an engagement and things like that, but even when we're careful and even um, trying to prevent problems later on, we might um, experience them anyway because um, some things are hidden, hidden by the person very well. And when we enter into the relationship, then we um, might experience some sort of abuse, um, which happened to me in um, many parts of my life, actually, as you pointed out, Stacy. Mm-hmm. And one part in particular uh, during a marriage um, was very, very difficult, very difficult to be married to a troubled man and trying my best for so many years to get the help that he needed and that we needed to preserve the marriage, um, doing all that I could. And God even sent me saints. <laughs> God even mm-hmm. sent me Father John Harden and yes. Mother Teresa, who were praying for me and guiding me. But you see, God gives people free will. So yeah. Mother Teresa, even in one of her letters, said to me that, um, you know, God gives people that gift of free will and that even though God does not want me, I wish I had her quote right in front of me, but it's in my book, um, that even though God would not want us to suffer in this way, that um, he has given man free will and 
that, you know, in other words, God is not going to prevent certain things from happening, but he will give us the graces to protect ourselves in some ways and to um, offer that suffering to him, to pray that it can be redemptive. And Catholics look at suffering differently than some other faiths in that we believe that Jesus did his best work when hanging from that cross and dying for us. And we believe that by offering our sufferings to him, our prayers, works, joys, and sufferings to him, and praying that he can use them for his glory, that pray, praying that he will redeem them and sanctify them for our own souls and for the souls of the people around us, usually our family members and right. um, all of the people that we might minister to. Right. So we should offer those sufferings. But you mentioned the cycle of abuse, so I should probably touch on that at least quickly before you know we run out of time. But uh, it's the cycle of abuse, as you, you know, uh, as a counselor, is... Um, very tricky and sort of mysterious and and a terrible cycle actually um, but it's something that women usually, women can get themselves caught up in um, men as well but I think probably mostly women who are sort of more vulnerable in some ways and mm-hmm. might find themselves in a relationship in which the the man is uh, abusive in some way and this happened to me and and um, what happens usually is after the harm is done, um, whether it be physical abuse or emotional abuse or verbal abuse, um, sometimes that that um, partner of yours, that that yours, that husband or boyfriend or whatever the case may be, um, might come back to to you with a gift, or might uh, come back to you with an apology or some kind word, or they might um, lessen uh, what happened. They might try to convince you that you're exaggerating that in your mind, and it really wasn't his fault. It was really your fault. Right. Anyway, there's so much that happens in that cycle of abuse, but it goes round and round. It goes right. round and round, unfortunately, and so many women find themselves caught in that cycle. And the reason is because we have these beautiful hearts that, as John Paul II says, a woman's heart overflows with love. It's unending. You know, yes. and we want, when we hear those, I'm sorry's, and we yes. receive the gifts or what have you, we're like, oh, you know, it, it gets really confusing after a while when you we start to think, well, I should have fill in the blank, and then he wouldn't have fill in the blank. Yeah. And and then everything's rosy for a little while. And this is just sort of a theoretical uh, conversation about this. It's excruciatingly painful when you're in the situation. But, you know, things may be okay for a little while. Um, and then there's another incident or another event or something, another um, uh, troubling circumstance. And uh, there's some kind of violence, whether it's verbal or physical or whatever. And then the man may true, or the person, it could be a woman as well, as you mentioned, is may genuinely be sorry, may genuinely not know why yes. they behave this way, but it doesn't negate the abuse to the other person. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think, I think, you know, again, the story that you share, the stories that you share, because this happened numerous times, I think mm-hmm. it is, a, I want to reiterate, a message of hope that when, you learn how to, first of all, what is redemptive suffering and how to suffer um, because they're going to come no matter what. We can't control life. Yours, uh, your story is unique as my story is unique. Everyone's story is unique. But those human emotions are there and, and given to us by God. And there's a place to put our suffering 
It's on yep. the cross with Christ. And learning yep. from our brothers and sisters like you, Donna Marie, who have so intimately shared your heart. Who wants to talk about these things? Do you know, not I, I know it's not coming from you, like you mentioned earlier. It's coming, I believe, from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. And and as a Christian too, um, it's harder for us women because we know we need to forgive and forget, and we right. we know our Lord calls us to forgiveness, but we have to remember forgiveness is not condoning the act. Or staying in in the abusive situation. Exactly. That was what I was going to say next, so that we need to to protect ourselves. And we must visit, must have good spiritual, holy spiritual counsel from a holy priest, as well as from a counselor, someone to help you through this, right? Absolutely. That's so important. You you know, we shouldn't remain alone or, or, you know, or shy away from asking, and 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 a lot of times I think um, people caught in that cycle um, are afraid to ask. Sometimes they're afraid to call for help because they're afraid what will happen right. to them. Fear can really strangle you and yes. and bind you in chains. And but if you can keep praying, if you can keep praying for help and and not lose your prayer life, whatever you're enduring, to just raise your heart and just. Cry out to Jesus. Just ask Him to help you. He will. He He's definitely helped me throughout my entire life in times that I was so desperate and and you know dealing with someone with guns and a machine gun and yes. held captive and so many things. And our Lord came through all the time, all the time, no matter how hard it was. You know, here I am now, and I'm on the other side, and I I'm safe and I'm happy, and I and I have so much joy in my heart. You know, Saint John Paul II explained. From the paradox of the cross brings the answer to our most worrying questions. Mm. Christ suffers for us. He takes upon himself the sufferings of everyone and redeems them. Christ suffers with us, enabling us to share our pain with him. United to the suffering of Christ, human suffering becomes a means of salvation. Oh, just, he's of my heart. St. John Paul. Oh. He's oh. my hero, but he nailed that one on the head, you know, it, there's so much we could learn from the cross. And Mother Teresa, whom I knew for 10 years, I was blessed to know her. She, she has two words painted next to every crucifix in every convent, every chapel of her convents all around the world. Um, I thirst. I thirst. Those two words, I mm-hmm. thirst. Jesus thirsts for our love. He thirsts for souls. And Amen. he prays, and I mean, he asks us to satiate that thirst of love that he has. And Mother Teresa wanted to impress upon everyone came into the chapels that our Lord thirsts for our love and, and he wants us to thirst for him. I think it's so incredible that he thirsts for our love. Wow. And so if we can ponder those words, you know, when we get a chance in our quiet time or even our hectic times, you know, to pray and to ponder our Lord's thirst for our love and how we should thirst for his and, and to think of him, um, you know, his to meditate on the passion and death and resurrection of, of our Lord, we, we can learn so much. We can learn so much about the beauty of the cross. Yes. Amen. Well, Donna Marie, I want to thank you so much for being there. So much more I would love to ask you. Please tell us how we can get a copy of The Kiss of Jesus. Well, thank you for asking. Um, listeners can go to my website, com. I took the Marie out to make the website a little shorter. <laughs> That's DonnaCooperOboyle.com. And I have a sale going on, and um, I'm hoping listeners might subscribe to my newsletter to find out all about 
different contests and and um, awesome. I like to share continual inspiration. Awesome. The, the publisher is Ignatius Press. Uh, please feel free to to visit Ignatius Press website to learn more or to order there or from Amazon or your local uh, heroic Catholic. Amen. Book. We have two wonderful ones here and many in the New Orleans area as well. Thank oh, you. Thank you. We don't have any here. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's such a blessing, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for thank sharing you. your thank story you. with us. We need we need that. Well, God bless you, and God bless you, my listeners, and we'll see you next time here on the Faith and Good Counsel Show. Pox Christie, y'all. Bye-bye now. Faith and Good Counsel is a production of Catholic Community Radio.